Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side stories. Yes. Are we recording? Okay, good. Yeah, it feels good to be recording again, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, we do. Yes. But when was the break? Hmm, interesting. We had an almost full day off. No, I I was away. I was in Florida. I went down there for Natalie's birthday. We had a good time. It looked awesome. Um, But I will say there's a special magic. I haven't. It's been so long since I've been around. A karaoke machine. Right. Right. Yeah. Because I love karaoke. I don't do it as much. You know, in, in the, these days, I just haven't done it. Aren't we all our own karaoke machine? Oh, yeah. You, I feel you, like your the voice, yes. Who yes. created the karaoke machine is full of lies. Well, unless you have an absolutely rock solid memory for every lyric of every song you've ever wanted to sing. Little Toad, Little Toad. It's the only thing you know. That's the only song you know. Um, no, you know that. And you know Grand Old Flack. And yes, I'm I'm mighty proud yes. of that ragged old Flack. But you know what's nice about a, your own private karaoke machine, your own private karaoke experience, is that you forget that when you walk into a karaoke night, yeah. you are still performing for a room. And then maybe I feel the burden other, different than others. You, right? I, I mean, this is, it's the most intense performance you can possibly have because everyone says, go have fun with it. But you know for a fact that they no. are very serious. Yes. And if you sing a song poorly that they you love, they will judge you, they will not date you, and they will hate you. I have ruined a night singing a poorly placed version of Pearl Jam's Jeremy. <laughs> I have ruined everyone's good time. But you know what's nice about having your own machine is that you I love to... bring your own gun karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't have to sit and think about everybody's choices. So you know what I finally got to do, man? What was my that? fucking because I walked into the karaoke room, people were doing karaoke, and I was like, you know, this is my time of the night. I get to do what I want to do. It's yes. Father's Night uh-huh. at karaoke. Okay, you don't have a child, but okay. No, but it's five. You could tell it's because I went through every sad Bob Seeger song. And I got to sing all of them. I got to sing Still the Same. I got to sing Against the Wind. Oh, no one right. listens to Against the Wind in karaoke no. because they can't handle the reality <laughs> of what of what goes inside of a working man's mind. It's, an, again, uh, not a father. And yes, we do working work, man. but are we working men? I don't know. I don't want to criticize all those people who have calluses on their fingers as my fingers are enormously soft. No, it's because our <laughs> brains are filled with calluses. But it's just nice true. to sing sad songs at your family. And they <laughs> have to look at you. Welcome to 
side stories, everyone. I am Ben hanging out with Henry. Yeah. That is awesome. Well, I'm so happy you had a great time. It was Unfortunately, good. judging uh, by the stories that we have this week, most people didn't have a great week, uh, especially the entire animal kingdom. I don't know what happened. I don't know what they did to people, uh, but they, folks, human beings, have had their revenge folks, on animals. Please. Okay. I'm going to put, we don't do trigger walk warnings here because the show is already triggering is. enough. Just, yes. just our faces are triggering enough, but I'm covered this, in dog hair. You are. If you if you pay money to the Patreon, <laughs> you can see that Kissel is yeah. in a Jerry costume. Did I get a phone call at 1.20 when we were supposed to record at 1? Yes. yes. And was that my wake-up call? Yes. And was I cuddling with Jerry at that moment? Yes. You were, you were molting right now. <laughs> but uh, this is the thing, man. This week, there's a lot of unfortunate animal news. Oh, my and gosh. And I'm going to laugh a little bit at it. We must. Um, Because, again, that's us because we don't have any feelings. But also, it's just like, Wow. There's a couple of stories here, and I'm going to start up with the big one up top. You want to start with which one is the big one? Because there's one that involves the number 183 animals, which we'll get to. But yes, let's start with the... This is number one, because this is, again, this is wild. Welcome to Side Stories. This is in the Maharashtra. This is the area. I I want to say that this must be in. This is in the Saidari Tiger Reserve near Gothane Village. I'm saying it all incorrect. No, nailed it. This is Maharashtra. Oh, man. It's India. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, it's India. Uh, and so these guys, uh, you go out there, you go and hunt, right? What, sure. what I've heard about hunters. I've heard about hunters. They get horny. They get horny. They're covered in a lot of times the urine of the animal they're mm-hmm. attempting to hunt. To, to disguise themselves amongst them. And then they also reek of natty light. Is that why you smelled of piss and natty light throughout all of your 20s? Just to attract a, a leaky woman? But um, the thing about these guys is that they weren't just hunting. A leaky woman? A leaky woman. What in the world? Um, these guys weren't just hunting for meat. They were also hunting for love. Oh, my God. Um, and now the, what, they, what they are admittedly calling a shocking incident, four men group raped a a giant Bengal monitor lizard. Oh my God! Now, Wait, yeah, what? Okay, no, it's it's obviously it's terrible. The mo- the Bengal monitor lizard. It's an endangered species. Everybody's mad that these four men walked into the tiger yeah. reserve. They broke in. It was to, a tiger reserve. They it, weren't even hunting it. No, they That's walked in. That's not acceptable on any level, You're anyway. Correct. But this is You're even correct. worse. Um, they walked in and they decided to all have sex with it and oh, and film it they oh filmed it as God. well and this is the thing they're saying it's shocking and again it we're not going to we're not going to remotely praise these perverts in any way shape or no. form but the fucking balls it takes i just watched Jurassic park again <laughs> the balls it takes to go into a lizard's environment I, you're going uh, into I don't a, know, buddy. a dinosaur's house to rape it Oh my Where, God! I know this what is for a story. We should have couched this. this. We should have couched this, this with some a, other material. I know the other story involves animals in a freezer, and that's lighthearted compared to this. But the idea that you see this giant, a vicious predator. Oh my! And the first God. thing your brain does is, Oop. like that's what you want to do. You well, want to? You want to fuck? A Komodo dragon? This must have been something that happened before because mm-hmm. there's a uh, Wildlife Protection Act of 1972, and evidently because of said act, this is illegal. So before 72, no monitor lizard was safe. I mean, honestly, I didn't even uh, know they had holes. I swear to God, I know nothing about they have the a, lizard. They have a cloaca. So 
Okay, I'm not even going to get into the like. How did they do it? I'm sure it was disgusting. How do and monitor lizards? I'm going to first say oh have sex. I want to first know how they have sex. Well, okay? according to this document um, from the free press, the uh, the forest officials are quote perplexed, and mm, I believe that mm, that perplexed is like is it? Yes, I mm, would understand. I'm perplexed. What is going on at our zoo? Also, maybe get some new security. Hire the bears. There is a zoo. There must be animal security at all zoos. I think it would be kind of adorable. During mating, the male lizard climbs over the female lizard. Then it connects its hemipenis into the cloaca of the female lizard and ejaculates the sperms Uh into the cloaca from where the sperms swim up in the uterus of the oviduct to fertilize the eggs. Fantastic. Right? Now, this is what it says here. This is really good because we can use this as a teaching moment. So Uh what does it mean if you see lizards having sex? If a person sees a couple of lizards having sex, it is an indication that they will soon meet an old friend. (laughs) that's according to this well isn't that nice we can all live like we're on groundhog's day and we can see our friend that we don't want to see and of course we've forgotten their name at that point and then we have to have a conversation for 20 minutes and attempt to find the name without asking directly to get it figured out it is interesting because still just within the nature of lizards having sex with each other the male has to pin the female down by its neck it needs to press it against a rock and then allow its her penis to sprout <laughs> lizards, whatever it is. Man, this better be correct. I hope so. This better be correct. It but he pushes like it's it down fairly... just to have sex with it. Right. So that's not good. I feel like they all need to be cancelled. They need to have a meeting with HR. So if convicted, these guys face seven years imprisonment. I, what are you in for? We had sex with a monitor lizard in a zoo against its will. Do you get clout or do you get beat the shit out of immediately? I don't know what an Indian person is like, but I I can imagine this isn't like the coolest crime. I ain't showering with him. No. If he's that daring, like this is why this is the only thing I can't. Oh. It's just something about it because I understand. But it's obviously, four guys. We ca- yeah, so it's they're cheating. Four guys. That's four guys. Yes, they're, che- they're cheating. This is again. <laughs> let's straight up. I'm not. Yeah. It's why I don't get the whole bestiality thing, right? I don't get the bestiality. <laughs> it's not. Word, no, you know? it's not a thing. <laughs> it is not like a cool like no. Oh, I just my don't God. get seeing the lizard and just being like, hey man, hey. You seeing what I'm seeing? Another guy like, oh yeah, she knows what she's doing. You know what I mean? Like, like no, she doesn't know what she's doing. She's a reptile. And you're looking at it, and also, uh, I want to say, maybe alcohol's involved. Maybe, but still, I just, it's not cool. No, it's not cool. Again, and no fraternity is worth it. Also, it Don't says here, do it. If you do need to kill a lizard, a mixture of coffee powder and tobacco powder can be turned into balls, and then you can give it to a lizard, and going to result in their death. Just choke it. Just choke the freaking lizard. Cut its head off. What are you talking about? What are we doing here? You're going to make a concoction to kill the lizard? I don't know. Just take the lizard and slam it on the ground and you kill the lizard. What are we doing? They're not taking over the world. This isn't this thing called meanness.com. This is all. None of this can be correct. I don't think any of this is correct. I don't think any of this is real. I'm just saying. What an unfortunate thing to happen. What an unfortunate thing and to happen. Especially Much, to an endangered species. That is honestly the worst thing. Isn't it? Because it like, might take it, its own life with its little hands. Oh, no. Although, actually, I don't know if it could. I don't think a lizard could commit suicide. I think a lizard you could can't commit hold, suicide. It can't hold a gun. It can't choke itself. It. Uh, I mean, this one died. It did die? Wait, did it? I think it's still alive. 
Wow. Yeah, which, you know. What a horrible, horrible crime this is. Uh, this is almost as bad as me reading the same creepypasta as I read eight years ago. Oh, I remember. I and saw those seaweed. emails. I'm just going to read it again. <laughs> well, because we knew. We we said up top, caveat, Kissel's looking at the first page of a creepypasta <laughs> Google search. You know, there but is isn't no it way on he won't. Google to change the first That's page every I'm, now and that's again? That's what I'm saying. How much money do you have? Oy, All right. Well, oy. speaking of animals. Uh, do we want to do the other one? Because then the other one was fucking. I mean, it's just, we're just going to keep the hits coming. This they, was... they also did the th same thing to a tiger. A bunch of guys were teabagging a fucking tiger. What? Yeah, man. Be careful out there if you're an animal in a zoo. Yeah, it's already hard enough. Swivel, also, man. it's just like they're there. They entertain us. They hate being there. They're not there to be fucked. No, they're not. They're not there they shouldn't captive. They really be, be there at all. Unless, of course, it's keeping them safe, which obviously <laughs> just, was not the case. I'm, I'm done with everybody. I'm done with that. An Arizona man was arrested for having 183 dead animals in a garage freezer, mm. which he apparently uh, he put them in there. When they were still alive, evidently. And uh, you know how they found it? How? Which is, I, I guess, because now I, this is the responsible part of me that may, it sends a chill up my spine. It's because they were renting the house. They were doing it. In, and it wasn't until the guy who owned the house came and opened up the freezer and found all these dead exotic animals in it. I'm sorry, buddy. If you're going to have 183 animals uh, dead in a freezer, you're going to want to own <laughs> dogs, turtles, lizards, birds, snakes, mice, rats and rabbits Jeez, and rabbits. Rabbits were reportedly found in the large size chest freezer. The pet's corpses were discovered at the home of a 43-year-old dude named Michael Turland and his wife. So even Married. this man, even this man was able to find a wife. Isn't that yeah. amazing? And All his wife's takes... name is, sounds pretty hot, Brooklyn Beck. Ooh, really? she actually, that is a hot name. It's a hot name. Yeah. They previously rented from the property's owner, and then they were uh, going to clean up. And then the dude found him, as Henry said. I just, we were so mad. We were like, because we rented the house, swept the floors, told him to try to make the whole house nice and clean. Right. I can't even imagine. I felt guilty. I, I texted saying, oh, I left dishes in the dishwasher, where it's like, I can't imagine leaving 183 dead parents. It's just a lot, right? Yeah. And sadly enough, why does it matter? Some people out True. there, cold, mean cold. people would say, who cares about rabbits and birds? Well... It was a woman that owned this home, and many of those animals belonged to her. Whoa, so Isn't that sad? He killed all the animals that were on the property? Yeah. When wow. interviewed, uh, Turlin admitted to placing some of the animals in a freezer while they were still alive. The sheriff uh, said- But they were barely moving. Yeah, they were barely moving. Turland was uh, charged with 94 counts of animal felony animal cruelty. Um, That's good. He's going to have a hard I time mean, leasing a car after that. I, 94 counts yeah, his of Airbnb felony. rating is going to be fucking low but he got 94 counts of animal cruelty but there's 183 dead animals so there must be some that they're just they don't care about maybe yeah, it's the, the mice ones. and the rats yeah mice and rats fuck that because you, you can fucking you could put 25 mice in a Publix bag and fucking hit that with a hammer and there's nothing that impressive about that. But you got a bunch of anacondas in there. That's kind. Of, that's a news story. Well, and of course, mice, thank you for your service when it comes to science. And that is why there is a statue of a mouse. Is that the hero hero of the week? No, you know the hero of the week this week is actually a fraud. <laughs> um, but, you know, we're sticking with it. I like the idea. It's already chosen. I was on Snopes. I was on Snopes. <laughs> and Snopes said it's a mixture of true and false. I said, thank you, Snopes. So is everything. 
I know exactly. So it's all life. So um, you know what the, the thing that really c- confuses me the most about this story is the Michael Turland. The, the, she got called in because the woman came in who was cleaning was the next door neighbor of the house. She got called in. She called the police only because two of the snakes that were in the garage in that freezer were hers because right. Michael Turland asked her to borrow them. <laughs> and that's the thing I don't understand is that why did they why get why were um, they borrowed? What would you I'm borrow? I'm going to need to see a script that yes. definitely requires two alive, alive snakes. snakes. And then you can say you're going to make this a movie. And then you can you can have Harry and you can have a we'll Absolutely. Call, you can you're Harry and Fairy. Fucking... You can have both of them. But number one, we need a day rate. Absolutely. Number two, they need a trailer. No, no, we need, they need their own trailer. Also, socials. They're going to have to go ahead and <laughs> oh, post these snakes' Insta oh, pages. I'm going to want at least one post on oh. grid, 10 stories. The and word socials this. makes socials. me cringe. Every single meeting we've ever had with extremely intelligent business people involves posting on socials. And then we say, we know. We know. <laughs> we, we have been in the rooms with people that make over $100,000 a year whose jobs are, like you look at them, they are a 25-year-old, don't know where they went from. They came from some Ivy League college. Their jobs are, they are like director of Twitter. And their only thing they ever say. Post it on socials. Have you thought about posting it on socials? Did you do the socials? And it's been like, so I'm just doing what I'm doing anyway. I have to listen to you. Your name's like Styler, some made-up white woman name. (laughs) I feel like, I don't know how you got here. It's unique. Yes. It's unique. It I, my name is Ashley. It's spelled B E A N. <laughs> Give them their participation trophies. Oh my! Wow. Um, I, I actually am not going to go into that because you know what happens sometimes with families, with families especially that are members of uh, that have kids named Styler. Um, a lot of times they get wiped out by the father. Oh no! And there is this one story I did want to talk about that is a family annihilator. Oh, we God, have this another guy one. Is so freaking creepy. This looking. guy is very. Uh, it's very fucked up. He he murdered his whole family in Celebration, Florida. Oh which my is, If you know God. anything about Celebration, Florida, ask Jackie Zabrowski about Celebration, Florida, if you want to, because she was obsessed for a long period of time. It Why? is a highly controlled. Uh, basically, a it's a it's a what would you call it? It's, call a, it a, it's a gated plan, community. They called it a planned community. It is a pl- it is as very, opposed to an unplanned community, which, which... is called a homeless shanty town. <laughs> this is a uh, there actually is a lot of planning that goes into a shanty Dude, town. I am so I need to go camping because around L- Los Angeles there's a bunch of tents. Sometimes and I look at them like that's a nice tent. <laughs> I saw somebody get out of their tent You're the other the day. You're the opposite of Joe Rogan. I saw somebody get, of course, always. I saw somebody get out of their tent yesterday, and it looked like whimsical because he like rubbed his eyes, yeah, and like, he was like, oh, oh like, yawn. God, yeah, yeah, no, nice and cozy. It is nice. You're your old joke. No, you're not homeless. You're home more. More, always home. Live from your grave. A roast as dark as the night. Perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes. He's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally, from the caffeine-addled brains of Spring Hill Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> Oh!
Boy, Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around, it's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor! By Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some chop. Texas Pete sriracha sauce, and I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs and a whole bunch of chop. And it started off my day correct. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. The only acceptable reason to interrupt a podcast? Your dog. <coughs> That was your dog saying thank you for BarkBox. You can take a minute now. You pet your dog. But you're going to learn about Bark. It's the company dedicated to making dogs happy. Yay. Every month, BarkBox designs and delivers a whole new collection of toys and treats just for your best bud. No, Wendy, I can't get you a whip. You're too cute for weapons. Every treat is made with yummy, healthy, all-natural ingredients like pumpkin and sweet potato. Mmm, tubers. My dogs love their toys selectively, but BarkBox sends good little ones for their little tiny mouths. They have little mouths, but strong, big spirits. So they fight over the little toys. I imagine they think that they are hunting and going after little bugs and rats. And oh, they love their life and they love the they love what BarkBox brings. Because BarkBox brings the bark and puts it in a box. Yep. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com slash L-E-F-T. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me. 
to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Um, but in celebration, it is a oh place, it is very, very expensive to live there. It is, I mean, it's right next to Disney World. That's a horrible place. And okay. if you if you if you live in celebration, Florida, get out, you will be murdered by your father. Now, oh. this is a guy named Anthony Todd. He came, he's a former, I think stress former Connecticut physical therapist. And his job, he had moving, but they were him and his family were moving back and forth from Connecticut to celebration. And uh, what appears to be uh him avoiding a bunch of fraud. Uh, allegations. Oh, I see. I, he well, you defaulted know in a bunch of loans, which is kind of what you happen to see uh, in, a lot of times with family annihilators. But it also came up across the same time period when him and his wife, Megan Todd, became obsessed with various YouTube videos that explained to them this concept of you're all going to die. We're all going to die soon. So yeah. the only thing that we got to do, and this is, I'm saying this to our Patreon listeners, to so all of our listeners, it's really important. So if you want to get good with God right before you go, uh-huh. you have to kill your family and yourself in a controlled, oh forgiven manner uh-huh. that allows all of you to enter into the afterlife together. You know, now, unfortunately, this is biblical. There is some biblical truth to this. I feel like no child was safe in the in the Bible era. No. Uh, and I feel like these parents really really took it way too literally and now their children are dead and if you look at them they look Monsters hiding in plain sight. Does it? Does they he look, really? Uh, he looks look fairly at him. normal. He I, looks like the corrupt cop from the original Batman. Well, in the mugshot picture, yes. But let's be honest. Take a look at this picture of the kids at the beach as he's fantasizing no, a, about killing them. It's a, yes, he is thinking about killing them immediately. You know he's so, you know, and he's a good father. Well, before all the murders, because he's got one of those. He's got the sunglasses. Sunglasses that well. say, "I'm cool, but I'm also practical." No, he just looks like. It's, it's that fucking Trump Oakley look. You yes. know what I mean? It's the guys, all those pictures, all the, it's the Twitter. Oh, 80s. he's an alpha. Yeah, he's an alpha. And this guy is um, definitely an alpha. And- so he killed his, so it was a four-year-old, oh. an 11-year-old, and a 13-year-old, and oh their dog, God. Breezy. What the um, fuck is, and man? It, Breezy was not happy about it. So this all happened fairly quickly. So Anthony, I watched, uh, they, they put out, because again, what's awesome about Florida uh, is the fact that they have the Sunshine State laws. Yes. So we get everything. So I watched about an hour of his confession tapes. because he, he, uh, he confessed to the entire thing. It's very interesting to see. Anthony Tote started watching. So all of this happened, they believe, somewhere around Christmas is when he killed all the kids. Oh, my God. They started watching the YouTube videos in April. Right? He really got hooked in fast. Very, very fast. How the fuck did a YouTube, YouTube video do? How, these are grown adults. This is why it's very dangerous. It is. How many people have we lost to YouTube videos, quote unquote, doing your own research? Guess what? YouTube is not research. It's not. It's just a bunch of other know. people just talking. All I know is right here, what do I have in my pocket? A lot of loose change. <laughs> oh, that's how this all started. And you remember that. When you're listening to us talk, we are not. Your research. We are two funny guys that come up with some stuff. And a lot of times, Kissel made the he, hero of the week was was water last yes, week. Yes, and I did and have, that I had you, some. I got reminded by my, my fucking rude dooners, Rise Up, Dune, that obviously water is a spiritual element to the Dune books. I want to say thank you for Ellie for reminding me for that. Yes, it's true. It's absolutely true. I know. But still. I did have one person who protested. They said it would be nice if you got back to people. But you know what, my friend? Aren't we 
98% water. The heroes choose themselves. That's right. That's this the week's thing. Each hero week, again. They arrive. The heroes arrive. But okay. this guy is not hero. No, of the week. he's not hero of the week. But if you watch these videos, so the timeline was really, really short. Oh my God. He then went to, uh, he was already planning it because. So what he's not saying is right. he's front loading all of this religious stuff. He's saying we've been watching the YouTube videos. We really got into this. Me and my wife agreed we need to kill the kids. We're gonna need to kill the kids first. And eventually the Sometimes, wife I thought marriage was about compromise. So wouldn't the wife say, That's funny you said <laughs> one of the kids. Or, yes. I don't know. Give them up for adoption or something like that. But anyway. No. Well, it's because the wife seemed to have been um she seems to be into it. She's got that sort of like, you know, is she an Elizabeth Warren or is she a Bobert? You know what I mean? She's got that look like she could be one. She could be the other. Um, but they walked into this story. They got into they got into this world. They fell into this world as YouTube hole and yeah. they decided kids got to go. But you, what it seems to be is that um, three of them. Oh, yes. Uh, but it seems to be that the father's fraud allegations were also piling up much to the non-knowledge of his wife. Okay. His wife wasn't really aware of how much trouble that he was in in Connecticut, which is why they impromptu moved back to Florida. They went and they escaped Connecticut. He's right. under a lot of hot water. He just stopped paying his bills, which again, we see normally that is the number one seed for family annihilators is that the money goes. Economic stress. Yeah, this guy looks like a pop zet. It really is. Now that I look at the mugshot again, and to be fair, who's taking the picture? It's not like it's very fancy. I the mugshot. But he looks pretty horrible. Natalie got arrested one time for a DOI that she did not do. And she got, and it all got okay. expunged, all the kind of shit. But she went and she started crying at the mugshot thing. And, and and But this was in downtown. This was in the middle of Hollywood. And the photographer, they were like, don't cry, don't cry. All the starlets get their mugshots taken here. <laughs> Paris Hilton got her mugshot taken here. Like, it was uh, what world are we <laughs> living incredible. in? It's incredible. Oh, but, my God. Um, to get back. So he went. And he started researching. So then he said he went to a website called Quora, which is my favorite website. It has replaced Yahoo Answers as the new place to ask your guileless, most vulnerable. Like, it's all like, does my dog love me? Yes. What would I be like when I'm old? But they also same have, as you are now. See, basically. But what they and also, they also have, tell you what to put in your vagine. And don't see, listen, because don't, unless it's. Unless you own a vagine yes. and you put a bunch of fruit up in there and you oh, saw what buddy, it does to you. I got a lot of DMs about garlic. Well, garlic, you can put it. No, in. you're not supposed to. My friend said she put garlic up her vagina yeah. and it helped her do what? Become Italian? <laughs> but I don't think so. But she said she liked it. I always love when you have a, a vagina that says, when you're here, you're family. When you're here, you're but family. But isn't that also disgusting? It is. Watch the movie V, which is also very good, V-I-Y. Um, but so he went and started, went to Quora around September, oh looking up innocently, because he said that the way, because he knew that he'd get flagged. Because he said, if you look yeah. up certain terms on Quora, you only get a couple of times ago. So you can't say suicide. You can't say, how do I kill? My right? family. Right. So he looked up the term knife handling tactics. Oh, my and knife God. Attacks. Wait, hold on. You go He Googled knife handling tactics yes. on Cora. On Cora. This is actually one of the times you go to InfoWars. The man <laughs> yes. wasn't even on the right website for violence. Cora, the most amount of, they think sneezing is violence. Cora is not a place to get answers about how to kill. He being led by God. 
God told him where to go. You had to go to the core. God showed him. God is went, wrong. And he learned always. And God and he learned that I guess because he, he found his way through. He had to look. He said he I had used several methods. I had to use my iPad. I had to you use my moron. phone because oh they get locked out of accounts. And he learned some way of stabbing them up through the stomach. Like he was like, he, it's incorrect. Whatever he learned was incorrect. No, he learned the same way that Artie Lang learned. Apparently it didn't work. Yes. Because he stabbed. He ended up stabbing his wife in the stomach. Well, it's all over the it place. Didn't work. It's all over the place. So this he said that is... they tried once. He said one time they tried to kill the kids by oh putting a God. bunch of Benadryl and sleep ease in a jello pie, in a freezer pie. Oh, this is and so feeding sad. out to the kids. But guess what? Everybody just went to sleep. And honestly, it was kind of, it seems kind of nice. But it was oh. a failed murder attempt. And then the next time what he did was because then they, him and the wife decided it was time. They wanted to do it at Christmas because they felt that they were closer to God in a way that we could do it now for Christmas. And we could, you know, we can really pump this out. The kids are already on vacation. And these are not young. I mean, obviously, uh, the child is Zoe. She's super young. But it's a 13-year-old and an 11-year-old. At some, and they're both boys. At some point, you're like, you think mom and dad are trying to kill us? Well, man? the thing is, they like, he says they floated it to the kids. He said that over the months leading up, oh he were asking them questions of like, how would you feel if mommy and daddy died? What in the <laughs> hell kind of parenting method is this? Well, they said they would they ask him like, how would you feel if mommy and daddy would die? And right. they all said, you know, like. We wouldn't like that. We would be very upset. But then they said, if we die, they kept framing it in a way that, we, that maybe they could get out of this. So they're like, right. well, what if you could come with us to heaven? And the kids are like, yeah, okay, yeah. Isn't heaven. heaven a place on earth? And no. wouldn't Celebration Florida be the place it's that it would casket. be? It's in a casket. Heaven's in a fucking casket. <laughs> and so they went and the kids, went, but I don't think they, because he said the kids all agree. Now he was it like, doesn't matter. They agreed. Does, no, they, they wanted didn't. to be they a part didn't. of this they process. They have no idea what they're doing. They obviously did not agree because each one had to be pinned down while oh he was suffocating God. them one by one by one. So he suffocated them. He tried to stab them in the stomach a bunch of times. It didn't work. The wife then took a bunch of Benadryl to get sleepy. Stabbed herself in the belly. Oh my God. Several times. This is according to him. Stabbed himself in the belly. Because this is also after. Because originally he confessed saying the wife killed all the kids and herself. And he showed up and went, What happened? Now, what in the world is all this? Yeah. But then he re he reevaluated and he said that he came in. She stabbed herself. She didn't die. So then he put his pillow on top of her till he died. All right. And then comes a moment of truth. So Anthony Todd. He's got to kill himself to go fucking, he's going to go to heaven with all of them. But he looked at all the kids and he looked at his wife and he's like, man, it looked like it really sucked for them. Yeah, they're all dead now. And they were all like fighting and screaming, right? They're all fighting right. and screaming and running around, running for me. Uh, no one seemed to be filled with the bliss of Jesus Christ. No. Right? So he felt like, you know what? I better not do this. I shouldn't. He didn't I, even he have, not that there's any courage in that, but at this point. He basically said you, it. No, he wanted to, he didn't do it because he said it definitely looked like it hurt a lot. He is such a bitch. Yeah, he's a bitch. Um, he so he couldn't the, even do it. He couldn't even go through with it. Yeah, he told detectives he took all the bodies and placed them into the master bedroom. They believed that they were killed, as Henry said, around December, but now they were just recently found, which means this guy was just hanging out. With, with a, corpses, a bedroom full of his family's in dead bodies in Celebration, Florida. So if you've ever uh, been to Celebration, Florida, you know what I'm talking about. If you drive through those that town, that horrible, horrible little Stepford Wives community, if you drive through there and see what's going on, I want to know how many of those little houses have fucking rotting families 
inside of it. Yeah, during, I'm even looking it up. I want you to see if you can see some of these these pictures. Like it's so, just all like it's very beautiful. It's all well beautiful, quote unquote. It's just all done like this, and the pastels. It reminds me of a place in Wisconsin. It's called Germantown. And everything is done in the style of Germany, but, actually, but it was built in a weekend and a single, a, a strong fart could knock over most of those homes. I was just in Disney World. And if you do live in the vacation club at Disney World, eventually it does. Be, it does suck. It's, it's like drive you insane. You can't be there for forever. Look at all of this fucking shit. Look at all this, these McMansion garbage. And so how many of these have corpses in them? That's a, a great, bunch of them. That's a great freaking question. Uh, yeah. Todd uh, told his sister, Chrissy Caplet in a taped jailhouse recording uh, that he couldn't stop because he wasn't there. I couldn't course. have been there. I couldn't have been there. Look at my Google calendar. Yes. I uh, was at X-Men 3. <laughs> That's the thing. It was like the other show. They, they all like try to say like, yeah, you know, we were compelled by X-Men. There's no way we could do Yes, that. he says uh, when it comes to killing of the uh, kids there with his wife, they said there were multiple attempts, just so you know, multiple attempts in the last over oh, time frame. There's been attempts which is why this time I was stuck. I was stuck down here trying to handle things. I don't know what the hell. Okay. Well, anyway, be careful and um, don't know. have a family. Check on your neighbors too. Maybe, maybe just knock on the door, give them a pie I or just, something like that. I don't know. I mean, we don't really want to. How many times do you have to say it? Just abandon them. Just abandon them. I know that you are the loss of status. In America, that feeling that your status slides, right? The idea that you would go from being a middle rich oh. to a to a low poor, right? If you I go guess. to that, it is for some reason within the American white male specifically, they cannot possibly imagine their status shifting. No. It's so fucked, man. All you need is a pillow and a tent and a good night's sleep, and you'll be just fine. The name of his uh, of his physical therapist, uh, little. Uh, company there was family physical therapy in oh, Goldchester. Yeah. Uh, it should have been the no family physical therapy yeah. because nobody relaxes you like a physical therapist with recently no family. And of course the landlord's family condo filed, an, uh, the landlord he oh, filed an eviction he, notice. Oh, he, you're getting out of there. Yeah. Oh, you can't be in here anymore and all that I see what you're doing. No. Oh, no. So the prosecution arrested its case uh, this past Wednesday here and um I can't imagine uh, that they had uh, too difficult of a time because the he confessed the whole thing. Showed he, up and uh, he uh, had his entire dead family. And there's really only one suspect here, and it seems to be this corrupt Guy Fieri-looking fella. Well, I just very. And I strange. just don't. Also, not that it matters, but why they killed the dog Breezy? I don't know. He said that he wanted to bring them to the other side. He wanted to bring Breezy on the other side as well, and he strangled the dog to death. As oh well. my god. But he's got that. He's got very much when you do. If you do look oh. up a picture of Anthony Todd, he has Arthur Shawcross body. He has Arthur Shawcross That's body a with a very, point. very big belly. And so he just, he just did it the old fashioned big dude way, and he just laid on top of him. Oh, same my thing with God. the dog. He just pinned himself on top of the dog until the dog stopped moving. All right. Well, let's let's move on to jerking off here because that's yep. a little bit lighthearted. Thank you. Uh, more lighthearted here. It a is. man, uh, a man tore his lung from masturbating. I mean, you got to. That's how you know you're doing it, man. I mean, I do it pretty sedate, but apparently this dude was just jerking off, and he inadvertently uh, had to spend a week in the hospital. This was in Switzerland, um, so it was a neutral jerk off there. He was a 20 year old dude. He ended up with air leaking into his chest after some innocent 
quote, self-love. Well, they don't know what happened. They just know that he started feeling pain when he was jerking him. But he said that he wasn't moving. He wasn't moving like that vigorously. There's I don't no know way. That, honestly, when I masturbate, it's like the only way to describe it. It's like a, the subtle, just the subtle little you know shake. How, you know how I describe my masturbation? Mm. Medical. Yes. Yes. No, it's yes. It's just necessary. Medical. Just got to do this right today. It's once a week. It's procedural. And I got I just to gotta, do it. I just got to rip the bandaid off and get this fucking done. Thanks. So, yeah, since there was no literature on spontaneous new do, 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 oh my god oh yeah the, try to try to it's the, the, pneumon- try to pronounce it pneumon diastinum pneumomediastinum anyway yep. usually you don't usually you don't I'm pop along when doctor <laughs> no we might just be drunk enough to be pilots though um usually when you're jerking off you don't uh, tear a lung so anyway he spent some time in the icu and Again, that's an innocent story for us at this point. I do like how, again, the doctors, my favorite thing about doctors about how they're just not people. So they immediately they're like, what's fascinating is that this is the, this new literature on spontaneous pneumomedia nastinum uh, associated with autoerotic <laughs> experiences. So we consider our case an unusual presentation of the entity. <laughs> Isn't this exciting? Um, also in animal news, a, uh, if you see a dolphin on the beach, you know, don't, don't fuck it. Don't fuck it and don't ride it. Oh yeah, I forgot that too. Yeah, there's... that story too. The fucking dolphin. I forgot about the dolphins getting teabagged to oh, death. Oh my God. Yeah, so the dolphin, dolphin got teabagged to death on the did. fucking beach. It did. And it's not oh, the game. God. It's not the game. Hey, Halo, it's not fun. No, a no. dolphin shows up on the shore. Maybe it's trying to evolve. Push it, it into the water. Just save its life. Um, so now cops are looking uh, for the people who rode the animal, and then it died, <laughs> and this was on a beach in Texas. And if you're an animal, and you're just like, who are these savage creatures? Leave me alone. Please. Well, it's because uh, the whole time you're like, <laughs> oh, they'll save me. Oh, look, you can see. I need help getting back. What do you do? What do you do? No. Oh, no. What's in his cargo pants? <laughs> oh, no. Them two. You got massage balls in there? Oh, no. Come on. Why don't we do this in the water, huh? So these people, these assholes at this at this beach, they were riding into the water. And then anyway, um, so um, the Marine Mammal Protection Act could lead to civil penalties up to $11,000. That's it? So, I mean, yeah. For humping a dolphin to death, that's all you oh, get? and up to a year in prison. Okay. So potentially a prison sentence Again, because I think that the sentence really is like, well, same thing with the guy that fucked, the guys who fucked the monitor lizards, where it's like the sentence is being in jail and having to describe what you did to other well, people. Well, because they get your paperwork. Oh, yeah. At some point they're like, why is this guy in here? He's my celly. I want to know he's not a, a pedophile or something like that. And then it turns out he just humped a dolphin to death, which I'm not sure what that penalty is. I think is. you get ripped. Side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. If you've served any time in the federal penitentiary, what yeah. do we do to this guy? What, I don't what's happening? Know. Is he getting tossed around? You guys going to play the, the you guys going to be like, you're going to start doing the here, lizard, 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 lizard. <laughs> and it's just a spark. Like, that's it? We're like, oh, it's time for him to, you just change the terminology? Yeah. He just might, got lizard. They, uh, yeah, they might get to. Uh, Beat up a little bit. According to the Texas Marine Mammal Stranding Network, which I didn't know there was an entire network. Wow. Are uh, they, they taking said, content pitches? <laughs> that would be incredible. They said if you uh, if a live dolphin or whale strands in Texas, do not push it back into what? the water. Do not push the animal back into the sea. Do not attempt to swim or interact with them. Why? And do not crowd them. Why? I, I, buddy. No, if, push it back. No, according to the Texas Marine Mammal Stranding Network. Push it back. I think you're just supposed to look at it. 
Side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. Explain to me why I'm canceled now from pushing the dolphin back because I'm pushing the dolphin back. Well, I thought that would be the right thing because it's from the water and you should go back to the water there. I would sooner help a stranded dolphin than a lost child. Yeah, of course. Because I don't want to have anything to do with the child story. I don't. I well, once you, once you're once there, you have, have the like, lost child, then uh, oh, where are the parents? And then you uh, have to. Once you engage in the process, if you leave the kid, oh, now, now you're, you're the complicit. Now yeah, you're, you're just like well, you left the kid. The same thing with like a lost old person. I just watched that movie X last night. It's fucking so it good? good. The Ty West movie. But yeah, man, you see an old person, the same thing. Leave them. I know you're supposed to save them, but I say, I give them a shout. Be like, you're lost. You still got a brain. And if they if they don't respond, I call the cops on them, but don't engage. But with the dolphins out there on the beach, I'm going to push it back in the water. That's what you would think. But I guess apparently mm. also sometimes when they're sick, they come to the land. But then how's that help? I don't know. Is I think it them they, thinking they're going to the I doctor? Think it's suicide. Whoa. Cool. It really could be suicide. That's fucking metal. Dude. Yeah. Fly from your grave. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here with Henry Zabrowski. Yeah, it's me, man. Yeah, bro. Henry Zabrowski is smoking some of that sweet last podcast on the left, babe. Go out there and purchase yourself some. I hope you enjoy it. We have sativa, we have indica, and we have a hybrid. And I have to tell you, from my personal experience, they are wonderful. Super tasty live resin. You really get the delicious weedy taste, which is what I like. And three different experiences. You go to your local vape store and get it. Absolutely. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. We absolutely love you. Can't wait to see you on the road and get that vape, put it in your brain, and have a good time. And if you want us at your favorite weed store, give them a call and ask for them by name. Last podcast on the left, it's weed. Hail yourselves, everyone. Hail Satan. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction, and it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins as soon as I wake up. And a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. How many platforms do I work on? So many platforms. Can you believe it? Google Docs. Work on that. Very complicated. Lots of different things going out. Clickety-clack, right? Slack. Saying things to my employees. All of my, all my, my main doldgers walking around here. It makes sure it changes cluck to the word I meant for it to say to everyone. But I try to say not curse words on Slack. What am I supposed to do about it? But Grammarly doesn't fix curse words, does it? Because Grammarly's too good for it. It's too classy. It's Grammarly is an AI writing partner that helps you get work done faster with high-quality writing. Because better writing means a stronger impact. 
The pen is mightier than the sword, except when the sword is in the room. 96% of Grammarly users report that Grammarly helps them craft more impactful writing and suggestions based on your audience goals and context. Can you believe it? And data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly. It's in its goods. All right, so Grammarly's great. Use it. I use it. I love its gentle harassment of my writing style because it does help me because sometimes my thumbs are faster than my eyeballs. Don't quote me on that. Get AI writing support that works where you work. Sign up and download for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hi. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I didn't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Um, all right. <laughs> well, speaking of, uh, we mentioned God and we've mentioned farts on this episode. Yes. Um, South Africa. Thank you for Elon Musk. Thank you. Um, there's a pastor there, and this is really funny. He farts on people's faces to heal them. And I feel like if Cartman from yes. obviously South Park had a, uh, if he was a pastor, this is what he would do. And so he farts on people's faces. It's a, it's a cure all. He says it's a cure all. Oh yeah, I bet it's a cure all for what? For, for everything. everything. Wow. So his name uh, is uh, Christ Penelope. Penelope. He's at the Sevenfold Holy Spirit Ministries. Uh, this is in South Africa. Is he fart no pants or fart full pants? Because how are you getting enough of the fart if you can't get it through your fucking through the sure, pants? Sure, kind of a mask debate there. Um, I'm not sure he's wearing pants in all pictures, so uh, I don't really know. It went viral. Um, it's created a lot of buzz for the church. An oh, attendee good. visiting the church complained, when we come to church, it's because we need prayers not to be farted on. <laughs> so they want prayers, but they don't want to be farted on. Why are you and, coming here, man? Yeah, right? Like, hey, man, I'm here for prayers not to be farted on. Uh, you came to the fart church, buddy. You really did do this yourself. Pastor Penelope has See, defended his methods, insisting that he is simply demonstrating. This is what I do. The power of God. Uh, this is what I do. Yeah. All right. Do you go to the baseball stadium and say, uh, I wish they were playing football? <laughs> oh, yeah. you go to the hot dog stand and be like, hey, you got any salads? 
<laughs> this like, is, no, man. Told, You're at the fart congressional church. This is what he told the uh, this is the pastor. This is what he told the African magazine Drum. He says, it started with Master Jesus when he stepped on Peter. What? It is the demonstration of God's power. No idea. What? What does I that don't mean? know what that means. I've never heard that Jesus stepped on Peter. I would like like, I in, like an OnlyFans, like a custom did? <laughs> I have no clue. He stepped on his face with like pantyhose on? I don't know if he BTK'd the situation. I don't know. He says, just like God made Adam go into a deep sleep. I don't know. Like also, a chokehold? I don't know. They play the knockout game? He says it's a similar thing. God did anything with the body of Adam while he was on the ground in deep sleep, which what? he's a, I think he's accusing God of, of sucking of sleeping man's penis or uh, playing with his dick and balls while he's asleep. So he says, Side stories, LPOTL, gmail.com. Do you like it? Did God do that? I don't remember that verse in the Bible, but who knows? You can just add anything to it because it's all yeah, it's all made up. Yeah. So um, he says he was not feeling anything, according to uh, Adam. He said Adam wasn't feeling anything with Jesus or God. I don't know. Did what? What? And he says the Bible doesn't say anything about Adam saying, "God, you are hurting me." I don't know what. That's fucking weird. So according to the pastor. That's weird. And it, but yeah, but also says nothing about farting on people. No, it really doesn't. And so I, this is my point. Can I ask the process? Does it say anywhere in the article the process by which he farts on people? So he says, it says that the pastor will bring somebody close to him <laughs> and he has to purposely fart in their, this is what they say, he farts in their nostrils. And he says that quote is how you get the healing power and oh. that's how it can enter the body. That's so much it. like cocaine or crystal meth, you're going right through the nose there. So does he like, do they go up in a line? Like you, I like don't, when you're getting like, when you go get the Eucharist, like you show up in line <laughs> and then everybody bends over into his ass. But also how many farts does the man have loaded up? Well, he is has that what it is, is that God, that's how he knows Gauls talking to him. He has quite a bit because many people wait up to two months to meet him to get farted on. This is true. Man. Apparently, this is true. He'd love and Marcus. Even, oh my goodness. Yeah, can don't imagine? even bring that up. That's PTSD. And even people, you know what they do with the farts? They collect them in little containers. And it reminds <laughs> me of that gal who was selling her farts, but then she had a she had an issue. Had an issue. She had too many farts. And then the people were like, you got to stop farting so much. Anyway, um, according to Bishop Miso Mambunda, they say uh, that they don't oh, agree with this. He no. says, these are exactly the deeds the Bible warned us against. Oh, Again, yeah. Again, actually, I don't remember that. No, 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 not once. No, no, this was this is outside the box. And he says, again, this this counter pastor says it said that the end of the world, there'd be people who do things that will shock us. <laughs> and he says, my advice will be for people to make their way to make their ways right with the Lord. Oh, you're going to get farted on or the end is near. Also, Pastor Penelope reacted to criticism and said, I don't fart on people. I heal people. <laughs> I can't. All right. I think, do we get, can we get to hero of the week? I think that's the hero of the week. It's yeah, a lot really of good. Be. I really do like the idea of really, ah, there's just something about using God just to fart on people because this is about him farting on people. It really is. It's uh, obviously some kind of sick fetish he has and he must laugh. He must laugh. And you Every know, Joel Osteen farts? looks at this like, I could have been doing that. God damn it. I should fart. With my high fiber diet. Ooh. Anyway, all right, Hero of the Week. Again, this story is only half true according to Snopes. Yeah, so can, don't fucking come at him. Don't, don't come co at him with him, your fucking corrections, all right? Kevin Burling is 29 years old. Uh, he got 450000 bucks because he was fired, but then he, he won this lawsuit with Gravity Dynamics because he said, I didn't really enjoy the, um, the uh, workplace there. And uh, apparently one of the things 
that happened was they threw him a birthday party he didn't want. Now I'm a oh. I'm a solitude birthday man. But I'm no, a, yeah, but this is a fake story. It's not entirely. So managers started giving him a hard time for his response to birthday celebrations. Oh, okay. and then he, okay. they said they actually accused him of stealing his coworkers joy. <laughs> I'm going to say this. <laughs> if you have you. so much fun on your birthday, stay away from me. Quit your office job. Please, God. Quit your office don't job. Don't go in that day. Fucking don't go in. Don't go in, man. Just don't go in that day. Fucking never go back to an office ever again. So Berlin, unless, of course, you want to, which is ironic. A lot of people do. Oh, uh, Berlin had a Good luck. It's strange. People like Keurig. They, they love, love a Keurig. Keurig. Um, so Berlin alleged he, uh, that he asked his office manager not to throw him a party. When he joined the company, not to throw him a birthday party specifically, but I when will he joined say the he, company in 2018. He probably did sort of sound like, I must possibly request, please, no birthday parties. Well, and, then and you that, better listen to the man because birthdays, again, for, for the, the dying. dying. I do understand, but I'm just saying, Why yes. are we celebrating age like this? Also, it's an arbitrary number, and we should be thinking our mothers I, on our birthdays. I, I, I didn't ask to be born. None of us asked to be born. The manager subsequently forgot the request. And so I oh, guess he's okay. so well, horny. He this is the thing, man. Is it really also, I get it. I think that they were wrong to throw him a birthday party. I do think that they were wrong because he asked he asked to not have Unless one, you right? actively work at a Chuck E. Cheese. Yes, I don't I, want a birthday party around a bunch of strangers I'm forced to be cordial with. But you know that he asked in such an annoying way that it just goes I, in one ear and one out the friend, other. My friend, this is our hero. So he said he uh, he arrived and they said, happy birthday. And then he uh, and then he said, quote, he was forced to flee in his car. He was and then forced he had, to flee in his car. And then he spent an hour trying to recover. So, yes, he's a little bit of a bitch. But at the same time, we will not be we will not be seen. I will not be engaged with Berlin was fired. After wow. he was not See, able to have fun at his own that's birthday party. Up, though. He should never have been fucked up. Well, his bosses, boss his, his bosses were worried about him being angry and possibly becoming violent. But my friends <gasps> at Gravity Diagnostics, you're the ones who acted in a violent way well, this is by a thing, throwing man. an unwarranted birthday party well, look, this for a is man a, that this, was actively getting the, closer to death. The, I am glad whatever you got a settlement. But on, when it comes down to it, this is obviously a bad mix between company and employee because it sounds like they decided that the way to do this was to bully him but then also i think is interesting is that why would you bully somebody that you're sure will come back and kill everyone well that's when you have to fire them. well this is the problem is that <laughs> if you know that somebody is gonna kill everyone if you push their buttons and then you push their buttons and they're like well well now we got him riled up <laughs> we don't know what he's gonna do now this is the power of management <laughs> the ego of managers Oh, God. <laughs> We're I, just like, you but, just leave. Because everybody has a person within their organization. I'm not going to name them an, an LPN. Sure. I'm not going to name them. No, don't but name one them. one person, you wonder if they will be the one to kill everybody. Right? Yeah. But you don't push their buttons. No, that's why we, we have- they're good at their job. Especially actually, they're very good at their job. You, you can't see it here at the office, but uh, we have eggshells all over the floor. Oh, yeah. So you get- <laughs> So the- uh, it was a 12-person jury, and they unanimously awarded him 450000 yeah. So I feel like if you got 12 people 
to go against their love of their own birthday, they must have done something kind of messed up to this dude. Yeah, well, it's the firing him for saying that he was going to come back and kill everybody because he, didn't, he didn't want to have his that. birthday. They, no, they that's what I'm saying. That they thought they that's thought he what, might. That's the problem. Is it's them saying, "Well, we don't want this guy to fucking. Oh, he made such a big deal about the pinata. What if he's going to come back and kill Greg and Marcy? Well, like, you know, you have to like if you do think that about your employee, you should probably. Well, what do you do? Do you have a sit down with a violent employee that you think is going to be violent? Or as he walks around going, give me some. I I'm think gonna fucking take what I need. Like, do you have to that's sit? That's when you go, if you work at News Corps, like I did, that's where you go to the second floor. Mm, you get a phone HR. call. Come to the second floor. And that's HR. And I that's mean, where I was like, escorted with security one time. So. Yeah, remember. rightfully so. Yeah. I exactly. felt like a little Hannibal Lecter. It's kind of powerful. It's really kind of fun. So apparently uh, the company is going to, uh, they're going to appeal because they say they didn't agree with the verdict. Um, of course they don't agree with the verdict. They said Berlin didn't disclose that he had anxiety and also he had made threatening behavior to a female supervisor. Whoa, now they're doubling down. So now yeah, they're really getting in there. And Gravity Diagnostics said they have a commitment to zero tolerance for violence in the workplace. And that employers are entitled to indeed take prompt action. I think that they are trying to rewrite history when in reality they throw an unwarranted birthday party. I'm going to go as far as to say that so, this uh, is actually a really complicated issue. It and is. I would not actually call this man a hero in any way, but shape, it's or form. kind of couch, couched in it now. You are just saying that the concept to be celebrated here is the idea that if you don't want your birthdays, you get $450,000. If someone celebrates a birthday that doesn't, if I don't want it celebrated, now you give me four hundred fifty thousand dollars. So Kevin Berlin, you're a quasi hero, um, or maybe you're not. Well, you got a fortieth birthday. We had a good time. I slept for eighteen hours on my 40th no, but birthday. we we had a party yes. for your fortieth birthday, so you did In Las experience. Vegas. Yes, All so right. we did. We did, but that was on your terms. That was, that's right. All right, and that's important to remember. Never let anybody fucking remotely fuck with your terms. Uh-huh. Unless, of course, your terms are absolutely asinine. No, they're my terms. So <laughs> they could, they be, totally, yeah, they could be completely crazy. Here's some listener emails. I was completely floored when I heard you two talking about the cryptic messages found in food containers. I'm a quality manager at a large pet food manufacturing plant and have been helping to investigate these cryptic messages for nearly a year. Really? Here's a quick summary for my investigation. For those that don't remember, last week we covered this idea that there has been people have been finding these conspiracy theory notes tucked inside of food containers that say like a bunch of word salad and yep. basically all just say NFTs, the end of the world, blah, blah, blah. And it's creepy because you think that, you know, it's sealed, signed and delivered for my tummy. But now all of a sudden I got a weird ass note. Where's the shit coming from? Exactly. So here's a quick summary from this person's investigation. Contrary to your initial thoughts, we do not think that these papers are being placed into products at the factory. My parent company also manufactures human food at physically different locations, and I can confirm that these messages have been found in multiple products folded up and put in places like under the removable overcap under the removable overcaps or shoved between flaps on corrugated container lids. Okay. I've been tracking the Reddit posts and see this message that's found in various items like yogurt and cereal not manufactured by my company. We believe that this is happening on store shelves. Two, our first complaint was received in spring 2021, but the incidence race has dramatically increased since fall 2022. All complaints we've received have come through Southeast Pennsylvania in small communities north of Baltimore. Okay. Get listeners out there on high alert. Are they blaming the Amish for this? No, it's never the Amish. How do they have the printers? That's true. 
You can see from the pictures that the messages have subtly shifted over time. You referenced NFTs in your episode, which is a new addition I haven't seen yet. This is some carefully curated content. Be sure to point out that random abbreviations, parentheses, capitalizations, and underlined words. My girlfriend and I are obsessed with seeing if there's a hidden message. My office looks like Charlie's Wall from Always Sunny as I hunt for Pepe Silva. <laughs> the creepiest thing about these messages is that they are all cut from the paper with such precision and folded with deliberate care. You can smell the crazy, but you have to respect their passion about getting this message out to people. I mean, I absolutely do. I think it's kind of fun. It's like hiding a cipher in a New York Times crossword puzzle or something like that. I kind of want to get one, but I don't buy yogurt. It's just very, very interesting. Yeah. All right. I monitor our emergency line dispatch emergency services. This is in uh, New Zealand. And I've had some insane night shift experiences, but I'm, I'm not sure if you'd be interested in. So the main one I want to send to you scared the piss out of me. Oh, my goodness. It was pretty quiet, lonely night in the comm center, but it was pretty damn cozy. There was a storm raging outside, but I had my desk heater going and some hot chocolate to keep me awake. I might have actually been listening to you guys or some other crime podcast. We talk to a lot of crazies in the overnights, which can range from entertaining to spooky. <clears throat> Remember that weird call we got in the bathroom at Foxwoods? Yeah, dude, That's that was a trip. I took a call from a lady who was insisting that she saw this bright metallic object in the sky over her house at approximately 3 a.m. I gave her the, of course, we'll get right on it speech and sent her off to bed. Next minute, another call. Another lady up who was up was pretty spooked about a very similar thing. She was miles away from the other caller. They both described it the same. A massive metal ship as long as an aircraft carrier with lights blinking away, maybe about a kilometer off the ground. Dang. It was a little creepy from this, those two calls, but it shook it off as a coincidence. Then I'm hearing chatter from across the room. Some of the team joking about their own call. Hey, John, this mental lady thinks that she can see a UFO. Now I'm getting a bit suspicious as we see calls popping up across the region. My hairs were standing straight up. Such an eerie feeling. I take another, a group of young fellows having an after work session. All pretty pissed, but pretty sure they're seeing the same craft. For context, here, there, here is this almost directly above Lake Taupo in New Zealand. No airports or military bases with the runway for miles and miles. Extremely remote, extremely rural. I tell you, I was on edge all night. We never really worked out what was going on. The calls all stopped. Any cops I asked to look up reported nothing. But for so many unconnected people across a massive district, I figured anybody in the township might have been unable to spot it due to light pollution. That was my best guess anyway. Well, there you go. Very cool. <laughs> Very interesting. An orb sighting perhaps. Or now this is larger than an orb. It's, it's a ship. It's bigger than an orb. It's bigger than also, an orb. Also, make sure these there's new uh, Bigfoot photos out there. I just want to warn all of you guys. It's a hoax. You it's think so? That, no, they have basically, the guys came forward immediately and said we were making TikTok content and someone <laughs> took the photos and, and put them out there. So remember, a lot of times because I've been getting good. Um, our old friend Anno, he sent me a video the other yeah. day that was like a good old fat it was a great ufo video and then we were all like he was so excited i was like yes this is exactly what i needed and then immediately afterwards the dude was selling an nft oh, of the no. same picture of the ufo and we're like fuck fuck you nfts as soon as you try to make money off of ufology i'm sorry you're not legit you're not you, you are gotta not, go broke you gotta you, lose your family you, you gotta lose all your friends live that free ufo life because it comes down to it fucking money your belief ain't worth money man all right you gotta love the fact that when it comes down to it you are going to be screaming at people for forever at bus stops 
get grocery stores, sure. Thanksgiving dinners. Uh, and once those go away, you can finally have the peace of the silence of your own inner truth. Your job is to know well, that what we say, I say this in the show all the time, how truth destroys love and you have to love <laughs> your truth because when it comes down to it, it's only going to be you, a bottle of Jim Beam and your truth for the rest of your fucking life. And yeah. then you just laugh known for a fact that fucking maybe one day some chick or man will figure it out and figure out how to ride solo dolo with you and figure out how sure. to make a crack at the very bottom of this. But guess what, Nyant? Probably not. Probably you're going to no. die alone, but you can laugh just thinking about it, known for a fact that you can do whatever you want at your funeral. And of course, dying alone, that is ideal. Yep. All right, everyone. Well, thank you not so like much. Not like that father, because the... that father decided oh to have gosh. everybody else die first. Yes. And then he was. Uh, he's and he the, lived alone. He's a coward. And uh, hey, Kissel, he's a family annihilator survivor. <laughs> and you should think about that. He survived. Oh, God. That's killing Brady. He was very easily. Very easily. He could have gotten swept up in that mess as well. He's a dump. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Fuckers, we got some good things coming up. Yes, we do. Kissel and I will be live. At the Avalon in Hollywood. In the Avalon in Hollywood, May 6th for the Netflix is a Joke uh, Comedy Festival. Come and see side stories. What are we going to do? Yep, just in time. Netflix just recorded its first ever Lost in Subscribers. That's how you know so. we're getting in there. That's how you know we're going to have a show. Uh, we are we have the a Netflix show. I'll or... never forget. I got passed at Comics Comedy Club on Friday. On it's Sunday, show, it closed. Yeah, same and thing. I was so excited. Murder Fist, same thing. We were just about to do our biggest show ever there in comics. Yeah. Fucking got closed. I remember when Mervis, the, the very the, the comedy incubator that brought you John Mulaney, Nick Kroll, Rafifi, it was this place for Rafifi in New yep. York. Murder Fist finally got their monthly show. Fucking can't. Close. The whole venue closed. Yep. So the, the whole history is gone. It's great. So this is the last time Netflix, this, this is gone. As great. soon as they work with us, they'll be gone. So anyway, come and check us out on May 6th. We that's have no why, idea what the show will that's be. That's why, you know fun. what I'm going to do? I'm going to apply for a job at Twitter. <laughs> we should just start going applying for jobs in places that we want to close. Yeah, of course. I'll never forget when I saw a person take a liquid dump in San Francisco right out of tw right outside of Twitter headquarters. And I thought that was a beautiful depiction of late stage crony corrupt capitalism. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustalations. Do I do that on this show? Yep. Okay, great. Yeah, hail me. All right. You fuckers. It's been nice. It hasn't been hug talking to you again. Hug your family. Don't kill your family. Yeah, don't hug them too hard because that's suffocation. That's true. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hey guys, Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two, but three presidents of the United States on our recent episode of Smartless. That's because President Biden, a returning guest, brought two of his favorite pals, former Presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, all joined us for unforgettable conversation. It's a historic episode of Smartless as we pry into the minds of these remarkable leaders. We'll cover everything from their time in office, America's responsibilities in the world, and their personal passions in an episode full of some candid stories, insightful perspectives, and a few surprises along the way. Whether you're a political junkie or just curious about the inner workings of the Oval Office, this episode is a must-listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. 
because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.